Today is Thursday, April 29th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage. The hot news of yesterday was that America's favorite disgraced mayor, Rudy Giuliani, had his New York apartment and office raided yesterday by the FBI in a criminal probe related to his dealings in Ukraine, specifically whether he broke lobbying laws as President Trump's personal lawyer. The investigators seized his electronic devices as authorities are seeking to find whether Giuliani illegally lobbied the Trump administration in 2019 on behalf of Ukrainian officials and oligarchs who were helping Giuliani find damaging information about Biden. Remember that whole thing with Hunter Biden and Burisma and Trump's first impeachment where he tried to get rid of Ambassador Marie Ivanovich? This search and investigation is directly related to that incident. Meanwhile, a friend and political ally of Giuliani's named Victoria Tensing, a woman who you probably would only have ever heard of if you're a regular Fox News watcher or otherwise obsessed with Trump administration corruption like yours truly. Tensing was close with Giuliani and had dealings with several Ukrainians involved in seeking negative information on the Bidens, and the search warrant specifically sought out her phone. For more background, she's a former federal prosecutor and senior Justice Department official who has also represented Dmitry Firtash, a Ukrainian oligarch who's under indictment in the United States who Giuliani had contacts with. Overall, a lot of sketchiness to go around. Now we have some very interesting reporting from BuzzFeed News about Facebook and the, shall we call it a gap between what Mark Zuckerberg testified in front of Congress that Facebook knew about the Capitol insurrection and what they actually seem to know. Less than a week after Zuckerberg testified before Congress last month, an internal company report reached a conclusion that Facebook failed to stop the movement to delegitimize the election, which ultimately led to the Capitol insurrection. The report is a blunt assessment of how people connected to Stop the Seal use Facebook to foment the attempted coup and explicitly states that Facebook activity played a role in the insurrection and that the company's emphasis on rooting out fake accounts and inauthentic behavior held it back from taking action when real people were involved. Their analysis also found that all the fastest growing Facebook groups were Stop the Steal related and that these groups engaged in growth hacking by working in coordination, lying about their locations and using private groups and chats to coordinate activity. Honestly, it's embarrassing that Facebook can predict I'm going to need a new eye cream, but they couldn't predict that thousands of people were going to congregate and try to attack literally every single one of our elected officials in the same day. However, we are finally getting our first dose of accountability for the Capitol insurrection. A man named Brendan Hunt, who called for killing members of Congress days after January 6th, was found guilty by a jury in New York of making a death threat against elected officials. He was arrested on January 19th when the FBI received a tip about a video he created that was titled, Kill Your Senators, Slaughter Them All. On the stand, Hunt testified that his comments were in line with the things people were saying at the time. I mean, did Brendan's mom ever ask him if all his friends were going to jump off a bridge? Would he jump too? Lastly, we have an update in the police shooting and killing of Andrew Brown Jr. in North Carolina. In a court hearing yesterday, a judge ruled against immediately releasing the body camera footage from the officers who were on the scene. However, he said he would revisit the case in 30 to 45 days to give the state's Bureau of Investigations time to complete their probe. Also, earlier this week, the FBI field office in Charlotte, North Carolina, announced that they opened a federal civil rights investigation into the fatal incident. Last night, President Biden addressed Congress in a joint session to mark his first 100 days in office, which was sort of like a mini State of the Union, though not like technically an official one. 
Some highlights included the first time that two women sat behind the president during a formal address, which obviously we love to see, but I mean, maybe there could be a woman in front next time, who knows? And because of the social distancing requirements, only 200 people were in attendance as opposed to the usual 1,600 people, which gave the entire thing kind of a more laid back vibe than we typically see for these things. The central announcement was the introduction of his $1.9 trillion infrastructure plan called the American Families Act, and he laid out his overall agenda and vision for his administration. Biden also covered a ton of other notable topics that are honestly a bit too much to summarize here, so I would definitely recommend tuning into the SUP podcast today for a breakdown of his speech, complete with hilarious takes and interesting conversation. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to show your support, head over to our iTunes feed to rate, review, and subscribe, or follow this podcast if you're listening on Spotify. If you want more of my news content, follow me on Instagram at Sammy, where I post funny news content throughout the day. Also, be sure to check out our Betches Sub and Morning Announcements merch collection on shopbetches.com. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.